Hi, my name is Dolores Andrew Gavin, and you're welcome to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. Following on from the last episode of the podcast, this week I'm speaking about something that's known as our inner saboteur, or some people call it the imposter syndrome. Last podcast episode, we talked about finding your personal PowerPoint, a place from which you can then set forth and fulfill your dreams. When you are at this personal PowerPoint, you can step into your greatness, however that looks for you. For some, it might be becoming the best version of yourself. Or for another, it may be launching a new product and believing in it so much that you exceed even your own expectations. Something that comes up for some of us, either before we get to our personal PowerPoint or alternatively after we get there, something somewhere inside of us sabotages our efforts to go forward from this place. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this uh, happening where sometimes we can, we have this almost invisible glass ceiling that we can't seem to transcend or get out of. And it actually feels like we're stuck in a room and maybe we can actually even see outside this glass ceiling. We can see where it is we want to go, but we can't seem to make that journey past this glass ceiling. And that actually can be what it feels like when energetically, especially in our power center, which is our, our stomach area, we feel stuck. And one of the names, as I say, given to this can be the imposter syndrome, something that sabotages us just when we get to maybe sometimes even the same point in a project or even in our personal life. Something gets triggered and we give up maybe. Although we usually associate the word imposter with something coming from outside, in this case, when we're talking about the imposter syndrome, we're actually talking about an imposter within us, within ourselves. It is a self-sabotaging voice that maybe stops us going that bit further and keeps us stuck in a rut and under that glass ceiling. You may feel like it sits there stubbornly on your shoulder telling you all the reasons you shouldn't do what it is you want to do. And it even has the cheek to bring up reminders about the last time you tried, but failed, of course. The fact that you can own this story around your imposter is a great start. The actual, the actual even, the effect of just realising that it's something that's there, something separate, something that is not you. It's a great start. And you can actually give it a name if you want. Because what this does it is, is it has the effect of making a separation from you and it. It becomes almost like a separate piece of energy and one that we can actually interact with. So we could say we're not an angry person, but we have this piece of us that is angry. It's like that. So as I say, maybe give it a name this imposter syndrome, this self-saboteur that seems to keep you small no matter what you try to do. Give it a colour if you wish. 
paint it, draw it, whatever it takes to get the energy of that imposter moving. Each time you bring awareness to it, it starts to lose its grasp over you. And whilst you may feel like it's there still, you might even begin to find that you can laugh at it a little more. You're putting a distance between it, which is great. And it's great to be able to laugh at ourselves at times, especially if we can see and begin to realize that what is actually self-sabotaging ourselves is, well, just this little piece of energy. And we realize that we have a chance to stop it. Of course, as well as calling something that is stopping us an imposter syndrome, we may also just feel that it's as simple as an emotion that is sabotaging you going forward. Maybe it's an emotion like fear. Remember, I spoke before about emotions and letting you know that they're just pieces of energy. E for energy, motion for movement. So emotions are pieces of energy in motion. And if we can do the same and put some distance between our thinking around our emotions and the truth of the story we are holding on to, then we can break the hold of that emotion on us as well. If we're talking about fear, let's say, fear is instinctual and it lets you know that there is a threat to you. However, sometimes when you look at your story, you may begin to realize that there is actually no need for you to be fearful of this particular story that you're stuck in. Maybe you can begin to see the fear as something that pertains to maybe some other part of your life, but that it does not really affect what you are doing right now. You can begin then to maybe let this fear go in relation to your present story. How empowering would that be? It's very freeing as well. And it also lets you see that the power that your emotions have over you and the power that our own mind has over us. And we can begin to see that we can actually change our stories by changing these patterns that are there, these stuck emotions, just these pieces of ourselves that we need to look at and weed out the truths from. You may begin to see that the fear that's in another area of your life is still there stuck. And maybe you can begin to look at the other stories and see if the fear is actually still relevant to them. Coming up with a way to go forward with this saboteur. We're going to take a little example. So our key points, as I say, would be, first of all, to find out where we are with our present story and own that. Owning where you are is probably something I talk about all the time because when we finally own something, and when I say own it, I mean really, really accept where we are. It doesn't mean we might like the story we're stuck in, but we're being truthful enough to realize that that is the reality of the story we're in. We own it. And then we want to weed out what part of the story we're stuck in is just something that's being replayed 
over and over again in our life and keeping us small. And when we own that and begin to see this, then we can come up with our way to go forward without this saboteur. For example, if you feel frightened every time you want to go pick up the phone and ask a customer for payment of a bill, this can be very frightening for some people. There might be some self-saboteur that says, remember the last time you made that phone call, they hung up on you, or they talked you out of it, or they got more credit from you. And this maybe really stops you. All these past stories stops you from picking up the phone again. So this time, going forward with a way to work with this saboteur, which is a piece of yourself, ask yourself, well, maybe take a big deep breath before you do it and say, what is the best that could actually happen if I pick up the phone and ring the customer for payment of a bill? You might be surprised. You might find you get the check this time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And until next time, keep empowered. And remember, we have the ability to change each and every one of our stories by taking the energetic charge from them. See you soon.